Welcome to the Today Will Be Awesome podcast, a short form podcast where I share stories, songs, and conversations that aim to inspire you to see the beauty in each day. If you need a little pick-me-up, a boost of serotonin, or just want to hear something positive amidst the constant noise and negativity that can cloud our minds, then this is the podcast for you. This podcast is hosted by me, Kylie Odetta. I'm a 25-year-old professional singer-songwriter, poet, voice actress, worship leader, and dog mom. And I'm super passionate about experiencing the fullness of life every single day, even on the hard days. So my hope is that when you tune in each week, you'll get a dose of sunshine and maybe a slight shift in perspective that will leave you believing today will be awesome. Let's get into today's episode. Welcome to episode seven of the Today Will Be Awesome podcast. I am here today with Macy Cochran, a young adult fiction author who is about to publish her very first book. I am super excited to have her on the podcast today because as I mentioned in the very first episode of this podcast, I am a huge book nerd and love to read. I also dabble in fiction writing myself and have a few ideas for books that I'd like to write one day. So I honestly just can't wait to learn more about her story her writing process, and what it's like to be an author. There are so many amazing people out in the world creating beautiful art and sharing their stories. So I'm excited to get to highlight another one of those people today. It's funny, as me and Macy were chatting before this interview, she told me that we actually had met at a show and podcast I was doing several years back in Boiling Springs, South Carolina. And I happened to mention a song I was writing called Stuck on Yellow, and it was about awkward eye contact. And I chose her out of the people in the crowd to make awkward eye contact with and call out at that show. So we followed each other on Instagram, and that's how we've kept up over the years. But this was actually our first time getting to chat and getting to know each other. So let's get into the interview. All right. What's up, Macy? Welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much. I'm so happy to be here today. Yeah, so excited to have you and to get to know you a little more. So we'll just jump right in right off the bat. Um, Who are you? Tell us a little bit about yourself. Like, what do you do? What are you currently working on? Uh, Yeah, we'd just love to know. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, Well, I'm 23. Um, I've lived in upstate South Carolina my whole life, the Greenville area. I live in a tiny little town called Landrum. Um, You're probably familiar with it, but I've lived here my whole life. Uh, I graduated from NGU in 2020 with my English writing degree. So um, I'm a writer, been a writer for a very long time. Um, Also, I'm Christian, so I rock with Jesus and I am just ever so grateful for the opportunity that he's presented me with to publish and write. And I'm just so grateful for him giving me the gift to begin with um, in the first place, because I'm, I am ever so undeserving Kylie. (laughs) Aren't we all? (laughs) Um, But I, I've been a writer since I was about 14 years old. Um, I self-published a little ditty that shall remain nameless. (laughs) (laughs) Um, we all have some of those too. <laughs> right. I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure. Um, and ever since then, I just never really stopped writing. And today I am, I think, 23 days away from the release of my traditionally published novel, Between the Ocean and the Stars. Um, I don't know when this podcast is coming out, but today it is September 24th and I am so excited. <laughs> yeah, that's amazing. So this podcast will be coming out in just a few days because I'm, I, I like got back from New York and I was like, you know, I, I need yeah. to have this interview and I need to release a podcast on Monday. So this will be coming out. I guess it'll, it'll be what 21 days until your book comes out by the time yeah. this podcast comes out. So 
That's so exciting. Oh my gosh. So your first like officially, you mm-hmm. know, not self-published book, right? Yeah. That's um, so cool. Congratulations. Thank you. I, oh my word. It was such a long time coming too. I've, I've been working on traditionally publishing a novel, um, for years, ever since my whistle was wet whenever I was yeah. a teenager. And, yeah. um, I've been sitting on this book for a while. I wrote it when I was 17, uh, the summer before college. And I sat on this book all through college. Um, I sent it to agents, uh, was rejected by agents, publishers, and I'm sure we'll, we'll get to that point in the podcast in a little bit, but, um, uh, it was just really a blessing. I'll tell the story about how I, the day I got my contract and stuff later on, but, um, Yeah. yeah, it's been such a blessing. I'm so excited. It's, God's timing is so perfect for me. Um, this year, I'm just ever so grateful. And it's also coming out in my favorite month. Oh, October, my favorite. The leaves will be peaking just a couple of weeks yes. after the whole photo shoot with my book. It's going to be this whole thing. That sounds amazing. Oh my gosh. Well, since we're already kind of there, like, let's talk about your new book. I mean, what, so you, you kind of mentioned and hinted that, you know, you've been writing for years. You obviously went to school, you have an English degree Um, and it's been a passion of yours, but this is a big deal to like have your first published book. So like, what was the process from being, I guess, an independent writer to now being someone who has a publishing company backing your book? You said, you know, we were talking a little bit before the actual recording of this podcast and you said you have like multiple editors who are looking at your work and making sure everything's, you know, good to go. So what kind of from start to finish was that like going from being an independent author, just writing, you know, on your own, I guess, now releasing your first book? Like, how did you get from point A to point B? What did that look like? Yeah, it was really a long process. I am not going to lie. Like I said, I, I was with this book for a very long time. I wrote it the summer before I went to college. And then I started sending out submissions in college. Um, I was rejected, but that, I mean, rejection, I'm sure as an artist, you probably understand at, to some degree, but, um, it's a huge part of the process. Uh, like I said, it goes back to God's timing. Um, it just wasn't my time to be published. And then one day I was, I was, I think, let's see, I had graduated in December of 2020, five months later. Um, I was just a writer. I I had one freelance gig. I mean, I was, I honestly, I'm not going to lie. I felt like a total failure. Mm. Um, I felt like my life was going nowhere. People around me were getting engaged and this and that. And you know how it goes. Classic. Yep. Uh, it was. It was like your classic, man, I'm just having a really bad day kind of day. And um, that morning, it was kind of a dreary day, I remember. And that morning, my mom and I had gone out to eat to IHOP, just the two of us. And I remember sitting at the table and I was telling her, I'm going to give up writing. There yeah. is nothing keeping me here. It is not taking me anywhere. I feel like an absolute failure. I'm just going to give it up. Um, obviously, she encouraged me not to. Um, and then I went back home later that day and I took a nap just for the sake of not wanting to be awake because I was yeah. just having a day. Wow. And I woke up from that nap about two hours later and I checked my email and it was from my publisher um, offering me a contract. Wow. Uh, to sign my book. And I was first of all in shock and disbelief. And I also felt humiliated because mm. I felt as if God was looking down on me and saying, Macy, why weren't you just patient with me? Wow. <laughs> and so I didn't tell anybody. I went upstairs, um, started sweating <laughs> <laughs> and I, I thought, okay, my thumbs were shaking. It was this whole thing. 
And I finally responded and we discussed the next steps in the process and everything like that. But it was, it ended up really being a really good day. And yeah. I ended up walking downstairs to both my parents and I said, guys, you know, today has been a terrible day for me, but I just got the best news in the entire world. Tell me what you think it is. And they were like, I don't know, you're engaged. You are- <laughs> and I said, a publisher wants to sign me. Wow. And it has ever since then, um, we were working on developmental edits. Uh, then we went through line edits. Again, this takes months to do uh, because I have to go back and edit. They have to send it to editors. We worked on cover designs. We had a proofread. I, Kylie, have read this book 1,000 times. Wow. (laughs) I am actually quite excited to never have to read it ever again. (laughs) So I had to read through my book a ton of times. It was a really long process. It took about a year and a half for it to finally be about a month out (laughs) to be in my hands. Yeah. So the the process was, was quite long before that I had written the novel in one summer, took a break from it, stepped away, started college. Long story short, it was, um, quite the lengthy process. Definitely worth it. My message to all writers don't give up Yeah, (laughs) even on your worst days when you want to, but yeah, that's, that was kind of the process behind it. That's wild. Like that's, that sounds so, you know, just accurate I guess with how life goes though it's like right at your breaking point you're just then it's like oh wait and and so many people I think have felt exactly how you felt like a failure or like this thing that you love and you're working towards like it just doesn't seem to be panning out and then it's kind of like you said like don't give up because you just never know you know tomorrow your life could change and um, I have this little phrase that I like woke up and I wrote down one day and it's like uh, imagine like a Mary Poppins type woman and then like a little girl and and she's got her bag and she's like, well, we've simply, we've got to get ready, darling. Like we've got to prepare. And the little girl's like, for what? She's like, for all the wonderful things that might happen. Oh. And, and it's just like, you just never know. Like you said, like you woke up that day feeling so awful and like, you know, you weren't going anywhere in life and then boom, you know, something that changed your life got dropped in your lap, but it wasn't um, just this random happenstance. You had been putting in the years of work and had already spent all that time writing and sending out your book and and getting rejected, you know? So I think that's something too, that a lot of people, they see these success stories or they, they see people at the point in their life where they've like reached some level of recognition or success, or they got the publisher or whatever, but they don't see the years of, you know, struggle and rejection and, and all of the, that time beforehand spent preparing to be ready for a moment like that to come, you know? Yeah, absolutely. I totally get it because, and I've thought about this a lot. I think I, I probably made an Instagram post about it, honestly, (laughs) but publishing is that I think people, a lot of the times they just walk in Barnes and Noble and they see the book and they see the cover and they're like, Oh, this is pretty. I'm going to read it. And then they read Mm -hmm. it and then they put it on their shelf and that's it. And the thing that they, that they don't see is all the, blood sweat and literal tears behind mm. years of work the edits the the story behind it how it came to be and it really is i think each and every author's story is probably pretty interesting um mine just happened in a day and it was awesome and yeah. uh like i said i i just really encourage all writers to never give up because their stories are wonderful they're beautiful yeah. you might really truly hit rock bottom um yeah. before your contract is falling in your lap. (laughs) Yeah. Wow. And I love what you said, you know, that everyone's story is worth sharing. And and that's kind of like, even what we're doing here on this podcast is 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just like sharing stories, sharing conversations, like giving a little bit of what we've experienced to whoever might be listening to the podcast and hoping that it has a positive impact on others. So with that being said, you know, we do focus on this podcast a lot about uh, noticing the good in each day, noticing the beauty of today. So I love to ask all of our like interview people, I guess, guests, that's the word, <laughs> all of our <laughs> guests. Um, what is like one thing about today that you found awesome? Oh man. So ever since we've had our podcast scheduled, I thought, what am I going to say to that question? Because you, you said, I might, I might ask you that. And I thought, no, I have to wait until the day of obviously. And then today I woke up Kylie, it was 49 degrees outside. I put on a flannel, I put on pants and then I went to the farmer's market and that made today so awesome. It is officially fall. I could not be happier. And I thought, wow, this really makes today so awesome. <laughs> That's amazing. I honestly love that so much. I did something very similar yesterday. I woke up and went with my friend to the state farmer's market and we got pumpkins for the porch and like all the fun things. And it is, the weather is so nice right now. Like I posted on my Instagram saying that, I don't know why, but fall this year just seems mm-hmm. to be hitting like so much harder. I mean, it's always beautiful when it comes around. But I don't know. I just feel like I'm so much more aware and like present minded of how like sweet the changing of the seasons are this year. Well, also the last day of summer, it was like 90 degrees and then fall came around and it said, I'm here. It's going to be 70 and (laughs) (laughs) welcome back. (laughs) Yes. Oh, I love it. I love it so much. That's amazing. And that's like, I feel like for me, it's funny. You mentioned like nature and the changing of the seasons. Um, That's honestly, when I look back at my days and I, I kind of do this thing at night where I write all the good things that happened that day, like that I'm grateful for, you know, from, you know, eating a food that I like or whatever to the weather. Um, and I find a lot of things that make my kind of gratitude list is nature and like the sunshine through the window or the breeze as I was walking my dog. And it's like to notice and then lift our heads and like appreciate just the simplicity of, of the beauty of the world is I think so good. It's so easily overlooked. It is. Okay. So uh, I am a big reader myself and a writer as well. And I, I don't know if you have heard, have you heard of the, the remnant chronicles by Mary E. Pearson? I actually have not. Um, okay. it's fantasy it's yeah. It's like a fantasy fiction, but it's not so much magic. It's more just like kingdoms, like, and gotcha. kind of world yeah. building like that. Ooh. Well, it's one of my favorites. If any of you guys out there are looking for a good fantasy fiction book, go read the remnant chronicles by Mary E. Pearson. <laughs> And the spinoff series, Vow of Thieves, or Dance of Thieves, then Vow of Thieves. But uh, that's one of my favorite books. Like, what is one of your favorite books and why? Okay, my all-time favorite book is The Book Thief. Mm-hmm. I adore it. It was a movie. I think it was made into a movie um, back in 2014 or something like that. Um, if you've seen the movie and you loved it, wait till you read the book. <laughs> I actually do believe it is a required reading novel now for schools, um, which might take the fun away from it, but <laughs> truly it's a World War II novel. Um, the book itself centers around literature and a little girl learning how to read. And I read that book when I was 14, fell in love with this guy's writing style. I mean, fell in love with it. I wanted to write just like him and be like him. And I think a lot of the reasons some of my some of my book is written in like choppier, shorter sentences and things like that. I think they um, have a very big effect on 
how you feel when you read them. But also that came from how I felt when I was reading his writing style. Mm. And um, I tried to mimic that some, and I think it just grew into my own. And I, I love that. That's so cool. Yeah. Like you mentioned, so you, you have this favorite book and it has influenced how even you have written your own book. Absolutely. So what is the process for you? Cause we kind of talked about, you know, publishing, but like mm-hmm. in terms of the actual writing a story itself, how, like, what does that look like? Did you just have an yeah. idea one day randomly for the book you were going to write? Was it inspired by some event in your real life? Like, how do you go from like, okay, I, I think I have this story rolling around in my head, but then actually like putting it to a page or in our day, a computer and, <laughs> and like fleshing out a whole story. Cause that's not, that's no easy feat. Like that's, you know, to take an idea from your head and make it into an entire book seems Mm -hmm. like a daunting task. Like, how did you go about that? What was your writing process? Yeah. When you look at, um, when you try to see past everything and look toward the end goal, it is very daunting. Uh, I'm not going to lie. When you think, man, I want this book to be in my hands one day, it can ruin the whole thing. Not going to lie. The creation of this book, I would say was rather chaotic. (laughs) Um, I, (laughs) it, it wasn't anything, um, organized by any means. But one day I was, I must've been like 15. Okay. When the story initially came to me, um, just so all your listeners know, it has been so revised and recognizable <laughs> from the draft that I wrote when I was 17, a couple years later. Um, but it was ironically a cold January day. I was with my dad in the car and something about it hit me. And I thought, I really want to write a summer beachy romance with a feisty girl and a shy boy. And I don't know what I'm going to call it, but I really like this idea. So immediately he drove me to a Dollar General and I picked out this little black notebook and he was like, what is this for? And I was like, it's for a story idea. We'll get there. I'm just let me do this. (laughs) I jotted down all my ideas about it. And typically whenever I do write a novel or start to write one, I buy a notebook and I jot down all my ideas about it. Just some chunks from the novel that I know I want to be in there, random paragraphs and dialogue. And then finally, when I feel like I've got enough content and outline in the beginning, I just head to a Word document and start typing chapter one. So it's kind of, it was kind of like that with the ocean and stars. It was, it's nothing extremely organized. It is really just from chaos on paper to whatever it comes out to be on a Word document. I pretty much just, I write till the end. That's, that's all there is to it. I don't, I don't not, people think writing a book is very hard. And as you said, it is sometimes a daunting task. Yes. But when you're passionate about it, it's really not terribly difficult, especially if, um, if you don't hit writer's block, <laughs> that, yeah. that that just comes with the whole process. But especially if you just really love it and you're passionate about it, writing a book is not scary at all. Mm. Don't look at the 90,000 words you have to write. Look at your daily word count of 500 words. And then it's easy breezy, no problem at all. And uh, I ended up writing The Ocean and Stars, I think it was the summer of 2017. Yes. And I, I, I touched on kind of the inspiration behind it, why I wrote it in the acknowledgements page on my book. So listeners go check out my acknowledgements page. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I, it was that summer and the summer before that had been obviously just your typical teenage summer of love and of heartbreak and friends coming and going. And I really was trying to find my steady footing on all that stuff just kind of before 
doing the college thing. Mm -hmm. And I wrote this book because I wanted teenagers to really be able to connect with other teenagers who are going through that. It was really, I, I wouldn't say I drew all this inspiration from my teenage years. I think I, I drew it from, I mean, events in my teenage years. I drew a lot of the inspiration from how I was feeling during those times. And then I put it into a story. Yeah. Now Sam and Georgia are alive and well, and um, <laughs> those are my characters, by the way, listeners. <laughs> they will be out in the world on October 18th. And I'm very excited. That is so cool. Oh my gosh. Well, I personally am very excited to to read this book and can't wait. That Thanks. that's yeah, it's it's just so awesome. Um, I think it was interesting what you said of like, you know, when you sit down and you start to write and you kind of have this idea, yeah, it does just kind of flow when you're excited about what you're writing and when you like feel like these characters are really starting to come to life. Mm -hmm. Um, did you at any point in writing this book specifically reach like a point of writer's block or was this just kind of one of those sweet scenarios where you like, you kind of flew till the end of the page? Um, or, and if not, you know, in this book, has there been any writing times where you have kind of reached this almost moment where you're like, okay, where do I want to take the story from here? Like, and you kind of Mm -hmm. feel a little bit blocked creatively in that sense. Like, have you experienced that? And if so, how did you get past it? Um, did you have anybody to like bounce ideas off of, or was it mostly mm-hmm. a solo venture? Like, what did that look like for you? Yeah. Oh man. Um, I think I pretty much, like I said, I, I just flushed it out in like three months. Um, it was super fast, but I wanted to get it done before college. And so I did suffer here and there from a touch of writer writer's block. Um, but I did have a couple friends and my parents to really discuss it with. Um, I did bounce some ideas around. And I remember specifically, probably the hardest writer's block I had was in chapter 10. It must've been chapter 10. And I thought, man, I don't know where to go from here. And then I thought, I'm going to have my character steal a sailboat from the marina. (laughs) And you'll read all about it. (laughs) Um, It was a fun adventure for them. Um, and so ever since I got past that point and I wrote that scene, uh, after that, it was, it was pretty smooth sailing, no pun intended. <laughs> LOL. That's great. Uh, it really was pretty smooth from there on out. And then, like I said, it was, it was about a 56,000 word novel when I sent it to my publisher. Now it is a 90,000 word novel. So I've added a tremendous amount of mystery thriller aspects to the novel, that kind of thing, uh, that my my publisher had kind of requested from me. Um, It really tidied up the whole thing very nicely, added a lot of fresh content to it. So I'm, I'm actually pretty excited for readers to read all about um, their adventures and kind of the mystery behind it and all the secrets that were added. Um, It's, it's very, it was very fun to revise during the developmental process. Man, it sounds like such a fun book. Um, where can people buy this book when it does come out? Like, where can they find you online? Where can they find the book online? Give us all those details. Okay, so you'll be able to find the book at barnesnoble.com, Amazon, pretty much anywhere online. Um, uh, the link will be in my bio on Instagram at mmcochran underscore writer. So give me a follow, keep up with my writing journey. Um, you'll see all about it there. I promise <laughs> you'll get so tired of it. <laughs> Yay. So before you go, what is uh, something that's challenging about being a writer and what is the most rewarding or fun thing about being a writer? The most challenging is definitely, as I had mentioned before, all of the rejection. Mm. Um, 
from agents, from publishers, and even readers. But it's extremely rewarding when you do find that one publisher and you realize that God has really placed your book and your writing in the right place for you. And so you have to have that experience of rejection to really grow in the writing field because you get critiqued a lot and it's always good criticism. And it is so rewarding. And I know it's going to be extremely rewarding to hold my book in my hands and probably cry a little (laughs) and just get to look at it and flip through the pages and think, man, I created this and every tear that I shed over it was absolutely worth it. Um, So that definitely is the most challenging and rewarding part of writing. Yeah. And and I think that relates to like any art form. Like I, I feel the same Absolutely. way with, with music. It's like, there's so many moments where you're like, oh my gosh, like at, at the initial start and the jump of the idea, you're so amped. You're so like ready to, you know, get things rolling. But then sometimes in the middle, you could be like self-critical. Other people could be critical. Like there's so many, you know, voices in our head that could try to discourage us from keeping going. But when you do push past that and you continue and you believe in what you're making, And you get to see the finished product and it's like out there in the world. Even like you said earlier in the interview, you're like, I don't want to ever read this book again. (laughs) Like (laughs) like you've seen, you've like read it like a thousand times. Like I feel that way with some of my music. Sometimes I'm like, oh my gosh, I've heard this song like 500 times, but then I'll I'll give my ears a break for like a year. Then I'll come back to it and be like, oh yeah, this is a great song. (laughs) This is actually really fire. And I created this and it's awesome. (laughs) And so I, I think, yeah, through all of those challenges, all of, you know, the tedious things and the fun things. It is so rewarding when you be able are able to look at a piece of art you've made, a book, a song, whatever it is, and and say, wow, like I did that. Like I finished it and now people get to enjoy it and I get to enjoy it. And whether it's mm-hmm. one person who connects to it or one million, like how cool that you got to make something from your heart and, and other people get to share in that experience with you now. So, Absolutely. Congratulations, seriously, thank on your you. first officially published book. That is amazing. And <laughs> thank, thank you, you so much for coming on the podcast today. This has been a lot of fun. Of um, course. Thank you so much for having me. <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. Everybody, make sure you go check out herself. I'll be sure to link it in the show notes. So be looking for that and, and be checking out Instagram. <laughs> but thanks, Macy. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much, Kylie. Thank you for listening to the Today Will Be Awesome podcast. I hope you're feeling encouraged and re-energized to step into this day with a humble curiosity and excitement. I release a new episode every Monday, so make sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever you get your podcast, so that you never have to miss an episode. If you enjoyed today's episode, please leave a review and share it with your friends. This is the quickest way to help others discover the show. If you want to find out more about me or my music, or you have any questions or stories to share, feel free to visit KylieOdetta.com or follow me on Instagram at KylieOdetta. See you next time.